Um, I realized I didn't introduce myself earlier, so in case you do not know me, um, my name is Sarah McCurley, and I am um, the youth director here at FUMC Bossier, um, and I am very happy to be with y'all this morning. Um, our scripture for today is coming out of Genesis 15, if anybody wants to open up um, to that and follow along. Genesis 15, and I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 6, and this is what the word says. Sometime later, the Lord spoke to Abram in a vision and said to him, Do not be afraid, Abram, for I will protect you and your reward will be great. But Abram replied, O sovereign Lord, what good are all your blessings when I don't even have a son? Since you've given me no children, Eliza of Damascus, a servant in my household, will inherit all my wealth. You have given me no descendants of my own, so one of my servants will be my heir." Then the Lord said to him, No, your servant will not be your heir, for you will have a son of your own who will be your heir. Then the Lord took Abram outside and said to him, Look up into the sky and count the stars if you can. That's how many descendants you will have. And Abram believed the Lord, and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his faith. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? God, thank you so much for who you are, and thank you again for bringing us all here this morning, whether online or here in person with us. We are just thankful that we get to do this, that we live in a place where we can gather to worship you. Um, God, I pray that in these next few moments that these words um, would not be my own, but that they would truly be yours. I pray that all of our hearts and our minds would be open to whatever it is that you have for each of us this morning. God, I pray that your Holy Spirit would reign in this place and touch every single one of us. And as we leave here, that we would know um, in our hearts that you are with us always. Um, we are so thankful for you. We love you and we love your son, Jesus. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen. Um, so something to know about me is that I worry about really ridiculous things, okay? So things I should worry about, um, I don't. For example, like if it's 10 p.m. at night and I need to get gas from the gas station, I'm stopping at the gas station. And I know that people would probably be like, you, could, you can't stop at the gas station, it's too late. I don't have any type of like situational, like I, be, I believe like everybody, nobody's gonna hurt me, nobody's out to get me, and I know that is not <laughs> accurate. And people yell at me and say, don't stop at the gas station. But the things I do worry about um, are rather ridiculous. So I'm about to tell you, and I know, okay, I know that this is dumb and not going to happen, but it's probably my big, one of my biggest fears. It's very irrational. I have a fear that I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and there's going to be an animal broken into my house. And I don't mean like the neighbor's cat or like the dog. I mean like I have this fear that I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and there's going to be a panther in my living room. I know, it's ridiculous. Do we even have pan I'm sure we don't have panthers in Bossier City. We do have panthers? Oh no, why would you tell me that? <laughs> right, but ridiculous, like a ridiculous fear, like a bobcat is not sneaking into my little old apartment in the middle of the night, but it's just this fear that I have that I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night to a wild animal. This other fear that I have that's more recent that my friends and I have been discussing is something about the middle of the night. We can dissect that later, but um, that I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and I'm going to need to go to the hospital. That like I've broken something or like I've woken up blind. Like, I don't know. I just have this fear that in the middle of the night, I'm going to need to go to the hospital. And for you, those of you who don't know, I'm, I live alone. 
And so what, what am I gonna do? So then I start panicking because, and, and somebody told me, well, you could just call 911. Okay, I'm not talking like I'm about to die, because sure, I'll kind of call 911, but I'm talking like desperate enough that I can't drive myself, but not desperate enough to pay thousands of dollars for an ambulance, right? Like somewhere in that middle place. And so then I'm like, what am I gonna do? Am I just gonna like wither away? So then when I calm down <laughs> and I realize um, that there are plenty of people that I could call in the middle of the night. Brookie lives in my apartment complex. For those of you who know Brookie, she lives literally like a couple doors down. I believe Brookie would save me. The Goins also do not live very far from me. I believe that any of the Goins would answer their phone and come and save me. If it really came down to it and nobody on this side of the river answered their phone, I believe that Shelby across the way will answer her phone and drive the 25 minutes to come get me. So when I think about it, I calm down a little bit, and I'm like, okay, Sarah, you're being a little crazy. There are people that you can trust. There are people that will come through, and that will get you to the hospital if you need to go <laughs> to the hospital. And so when I start thinking about that, it lightens my load a little bit, right? I, I'm, I don't have as big of a worry when I start to think about the people in my life who are going to come through if I need them to come through. And these are kind of silly worries, right? Like panther in my apartment in the middle of Bozer City, silly worry. But I also have really deep worries that you probably have too. Things that are deep in you that you worry about, that you're scared about, um, that you desire, things that you might have questions about or that you have doubts about. You have those things um, just like I do. And that's what um, we hear from Abram here, right? Abram voices this really deep worry and this deep fear that he has. And I love that Abram is like not um, apologetic about what he has to say here, right? God shows up to Abram in this vision. And then Abram gives his very bold, very honest response to God where he says, God, I don't know that your blessings are good because I don't have a son. That's very bold. And that's very honest of Abram. And I love that he does this. And I believe this is a really great example of prayer for us um, and that when we show up to God, when we come to God and talk to God, that we should be 100% ourselves, whether those feelings um, are feelings like, I don't know that you're good, or whether those feelings are ones of, of joy and praise. No matter where we fall, I believe that we should be honest with God. And I believe that if I respect God, that I'm gonna be honest with him. Isn't it so hard when like, you're, you're mad at your best friend because they did something to you, upset you, to like, tell them, like, hey, I'm mad at you because you did this, and like that's really hard. That's really, really hard. And if God is our father and our best friend and our king, like shouldn't we be able to go to him and say, God, I don't know that your blessings are good because I don't have this. Or God, I don't know that your blessings are good because this keeps happening in my life. Or God, I don't know that your blessings are good because I've lost all these people. God, I don't know that your blessings are good because all of our churches are fighting. Like it goes on and on and on and on of ways we could show up to God and, and tell him how we really feel. And I love that we find um, Abram right off the bat telling God what he feels. And then God's response God responds to him, and I think God is just as blunt to Abram as Abram was to him. And God just says, like, dude, calm down. Um, your servant's not going to be your heir. I'm giving you a son. And this isn't the first time that God told Abram this. God had already given this promise to Abram um, earlier in Genesis. But he reminds Abram that, hey, <laughs> you're going to have a son. Your servant isn't going to have to be your heir. And then this is my favorite part. Then he takes Abram outside and he says, look up at the stars 
and see if you can count them, that's how many descendants you're going to have. So not only does, does God give Abram this promise again, but then he confirms it with this illustration, illustration, and it's far beyond what our minds can conceive, right? We can't count the number of stars in the sky, and God's saying that I'm going to do that. I'm going to go beyond what you're asking for a son, and I'm about to give you as many stars in the sky in descendants. That's, that's what I'm going to do for you, Abram. And then Abram responds. We don't know what his verbal response was, but we read in verse 6 um, that Abram, it just says, and Abram believed the Lord. And Abram believed the Lord. And so when I think about this story, we know how this ends, right? Like we can flip a couple chapters and find out how this ends. We also know that things got a little wonky and that Abram took things into his own hands and got a little impatient um, and did things. But then we know that 14 years later, and that's right, 14, 14 years after this happens, that Abraham, Abram, now Abraham, and Sarah have their son Isaac. And so we know how it plays out. So when we read this, like, oh, this is so great, like, we have this, we have, we have Abram confessing his feelings, God telling him a promise, Abram believing, and then we know it all worked out because we flip to Genesis 21 or whatever it is where, where Isaac is born. But in our own lives, I don't get to just flip forward to Sarah chapter 35 and find out um, what's going to happen in 14 years or 10 years or whatever, right? So in our own lives, we find ourselves, I believe, living in verse 6, where it says, and Abram believed the Lord. We live in, we just have to believe the Lord because I can't fast forward and know how things are going to end. And so then my question becomes, okay, if I'm believing the Lord, what am I believing what am I believing? Um, and so I think it starts with doing what Abram did um, and being really real with the Lord all the time. That when we speak to God, that when we go to him in prayer, um, that we are being completely ourselves. One, because he already knows, right? Sometimes I like to fool myself and think that like God only knows what I tell him. No, that's, that's not true. So he knows if I'm lying. He knows if I'm actually very upset and I'm like, everything is sunshine and rainbows, God. Thank you so much. Like, he knows that I'm, I'm upset or that I'm having some feelings. And so I think that's where it starts, that we show up to God in prayer and we say, God, here is how I feel, even if it feels nasty or ugly or messy, um, because God can take all of that. He can take it and he already knows it. And then we listen for what God um, has to say to us. And I believe that God speaks to um, all of us in unique ways, that he speaks to us through prayer, he speaks to us through other people, and that everybody has their own relationship with God in the ways that you um, hear God. And then sometimes I get annoyed, um, this is me being honest, because I'm like, God, you're not talking to me. Like, what can you tell me? Like, where are you at? What are you doing? Like, I'm not hearing from you. And then I feel like the Holy Spirit is tired of me sometimes because then I get a nudge from the Holy Spirit and he's like, can you read your Bible? <laughs> can you open the word? Look at all these words that God has spoken to you. Like, open your Bible, girl. Like, 
Open your Bible. And so then we see in our Bible, I think the word is one of the biggest places that God speaks to us each and every single day and has for a very long time. And we see God's promises all over the Bible, right? Promises that God is never going to leave us. Promises that he goes before us in every circumstance. Paul tells us in Romans 8, 28 that I'm sure we all know it, that he works all things for the good of people who love him. Like he makes these promises to us right here in the word. And so what if we decided to be like Abram and we believed what God has promised to us? What if we decided to be like Abram and we believed um, what he's promised us? Just like I know that my friends are going to come through with for me, that if I needed them in the middle of the night to kill the panther, but I know that they would come through for me and I trust that they've got my back and that lightens my load, knowing and trusting that God is going to come through lightens my load by a million percent. It lightens my worry load, it lightens my fear load, it lightens my doubt load. It doesn't get rid of the load, right? Because like, let's be real, we're still going to worry and we're still gonna probably doubt some, and we're still gonna be afraid, but it lightens it so much. It lightens it so much when we believe and trust that God is going to come through. And I know that's hard. I know that that is so hard. And I mean, Abram here, for however many years, just kept hearing God tell him, no, you're gonna have a son. And he's like, when? When am I gonna have the son? How do I do this? Because Abram's reality and God's promise felt really far apart, right? And so sometimes our reality and the promises that God has made to us feel really far apart, and that is hard. (laughs) It is hard, but if I have to wake up every day for the rest of my life and look in the mirror and look at promises of God on my mirror and say, I'm gonna choose to believe these things today because when I believe these things, I feel a lot lighter, I am not carrying around all this worry and all this doubt and all this fear. I can give that away and I can give it to God when I'm first real with him, like Abram was. I can give him that and then I believe that he's gonna come through like he says he has because he hasn't failed any of us yet. So why would we believe that he's gonna start now, right? He has not failed us yet, so why would we, be- why would we believe that he's not gonna keep doing it. And so I hope at the end of my life, or maybe before the end of my life, I don't know, I hope at some point in my life that just like the author of Genesis told us, and Abram believed the Lord, I hope that somebody says that of me one day. I hope that somebody says, Sarah believed the Lord. Sarah walked around with a little pep in her step because her load was lighter because she chose to believe that the Lord's promises were true. I said I wasn't gonna cry and then here I am. But I hope that that is said of our church. I hope that when people see FUMC Bozier that they say that's a church that believes God's promises. That's a church that believes that he loves every single one of us. That's a church that believes that God is with us no matter what, no matter where you are, no matter what you look like. That's a church that believes God. Imagine how that would impact us and our community if we were a church that believed God, and I'm not saying that we don't believe, but if we really took a stand, we we said we are going to believe. We're going to believe that the Lord is right, and that we're going to believe that he is. I keep stepping on something, sorry. That we're going to believe that what he has said is true, and it's going to happen because he has not failed us yet, so why would he start now? 
I want all of us to, to carry lighter loads. I want us to um, look out at our friends and our families and our church members and see people that carry around, that have shoulders that relax, that have people that are really real with God and give God our, our real feelings and our real questions and our real fears. And then we listen for what God has to say to us we read his word and read the things that he's promised to us over and over and over, and then we just believe that he's gonna do what he's always done, that he's gonna continue to be good, that he's gonna continue to be with us no matter what, that he's gonna continue to go before us in every circumstance, that he's gonna continue to work all things for the good of us who love him, that he is going to continue to be our Father in heaven that loves us more than we could ever imagine and has these dreams for us like the stars in the sky that our minds cannot conceive. And so what if we believed? What if we left this place today full of belief um, and trust that God is going to do what God always does um, and we walk around with a pep in our step and a little lighter load um, and we just do what God asks us to do and believe him at his word and then one day people are going to say man FUMC Bozier <laughs> they believe the Lord pray with me God, I thank you so much for who you are. God, I just pray that we would be people who believe what you have told us, that God, we would be people that believe that you are good, that believe that you are with us, that God, as you speak things to us and as we read your word, that we would truly believe um, that those things are gonna come true because you have not failed us yet. Why would you start today, God? Um, it is you are incapable of breaking a promise. It is against your nature, God, and we are so thankful um, that we can trust you at your word, even though it is hard and even though it can feel so far from what we currently live, God. Please, please, please help us to remember how true your words are and how good you are and how much you love us, God. And God, I pray that as we go out into this week um, that we would just continue to believe you, that that even if we have to wake up every morning and remind ourselves that we are going to believe your promises, that we would do that and we would carry around this lighter load, that we would be able to love people better and serve people better because our load, our worry load is a little lighter, God. Please help us to do that um, and be with us in, in that. God, we love you and we love your son, Jesus. It's in his name that we pray. Amen.